It's Wednesday, November 7th, and this is episode 11 of I Know Science Things. Silence uh, from the corner of the room. I gave you the ball. I passed the ball of introduction to you, Chris. And like a fumbling wide receiver, you dropped it on the field. I I don't like to think fumbling wide receiver. I like to think more like a you know the kid whose dad forced him to little league, and he doesn't want to be there, and it's just kind of like fuck it. Sorry, saying like I'm the abusive father, like who takes you in the backyard and just like throws footballs at you like constantly like all night long. What did you say about when we had that when you opened that beer? Like, oh, you know, this reminds me of like 1992. You know. Yeah, I, 92. Tom, how old were you in 92? I was eight years old in 1992, and he had this, and somehow I, I managed. So, to, how does Miller High Life remind you? Of I, you know, I don't know, but um, well, here we go. It's episode 11, uh, which, as those of you may out may out there may or may not be aware, is a palindrome uh, that can be stated both forwards and backwards and still be the same thing. Like, uh, for instance, uh, a man, a plan, a uh, oh, race a canal, car. A p- uh, Panama. Right. We're not. We're not this kind of a podcast. No, we're not. We're not a literary uh, discussion. But I uh, know it is episode eleven. That's that's not literary. Literary? It's not literary. Yeah, I, I am kind of. Y'all. A, I'm sorry, I'm a, little, I'm a little slurry this evening. But um, no, we're <clears> we're uh, we're here with that's episode eleven. Good is what it is. And we're uh, we're here to bring a cutting edge commentary like we always do in a fast paced, in your face style. And by in by cutting edge, we mean of course repetitive, boring, boring, unlistenable. Very boring. Uh, really drivel, but hey. In fact, I just—it still amazes me that people apparently listen to the show who aren't us. No, it's true. There are to those listeners out God there. God bless you, every last one. And by every last one, we mean one—the one of you out there who listens to us. So, and thanks. by God bless you, I don't think we actually mean that. No. In, in case you're still out there, Jody, uh, thanks for sticking with us. But if you're not, like, oh, that sucks. Like we lost our one listener. Jody was awesome, but she's not here anymore. No, who is the drunk? Frat boy sending you to call the other week. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's still listening to this. Yeah. Can make a, can make a long distance dedication to the uh, to the, might, the drunk frat boy might. out there. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I drunk hope... frat boy. No, you know, I mean, it'll be mean. I can't say nice things. Drunk frat boy. Oh, why not? No, hey, thanks for listening. Oh, he, he seems like a nice guy, that? and and I mean, obviously a well-toned man works out a lot, listens to our show, and gets ins- inspiration from it. Likes to hear our smooth, soothing voices when he's when he's they are when soothing. He's sweating, working out. Uh, Lift that, pump that iron. <laughs> You know when you when you're lifting the weight, you know what it's like. It's, it's like, like being inside, inside the, the woman. woman. Thanks, uh, joke Redux Part Two. Uh, but hey, that's still funny. That's, okay, that's always funny. It, I guess if if we are anything on the show, we are repetitive. So congrats. Like, no, like half of humor comes from being repetitive. It also comes from being circular. Right. Uh, but anyways, how about uh, how about a new topic? Maybe it's something we haven't you know talked about previously on on our science. Things. If you lock your bike to my bike. I will fuck you up. Let's discuss. That's what that's that's what, what we fucking learned tonight. Is if you lock my bike up when you lock your bike up, you should fucking die. In, instead of just making like 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 blanket threats, let's take them. Let's take the, the view. Oh, comments. you know, like a journey. A journey let's let's set the, the stage. Let's 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 discuss what uh what events transpired not only this afternoon but also this evening uh, in, a, in a daring act of revenge and, and retribution. If you can take us there, Chris. Yeah, I'll, I'll take us there. And I'll, don't, I'll share and the story. And don't spare any harsh words. Uh, don't hold back. Give us the full the full Monty, if you will. So, so viewers, I had to take probably my 
second to last midterm ever today um, on chlamydia and gonorrhea, another pathogenic bacteria, which is pretty awesome. Um, but upon leaving, I noticed that my bike was in fact still locked up once I unlocked my bike because some fucking jackass had locked their bike up too. Uh, this caused me to be enraged. Enraged? Uh, give us more than just enraged. I mean, you were you you seemed ready little... to, to to just strangle random people on the streets. I did, I did, and I got over to work and I was swearing and mad and tried to get the police to cut off. By the way, Ann Arbor police, fuck you. I hope you die. Again, um, blanket threats. Set the scene. Why? Oh yeah, the Ann Arbor police apparently will not cut your bike free from someone else's lock unless you have the city of Ann Arbor bike registration, which costs about fifty dollars. Given the fact that my bike itself costs a hundred dollars. I was not prepared to pay such a fee. And 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 really, uh, when was the last time you registered your bike with a city? Maybe maybe you... you had your little bike helmet and your little orange flag in the back, and your little blinking lights. Maybe if you're that kind of a bike rider, you you register your bike. Obviously, you've seen me ride around my bike because you maybe just described on, it to a T. Maybe if you're on bike patrol, you know. What's wrong? You get to wear the sash. You get to wear like the little fake badge. Like you're, thinking, a... you're thinking bus patrol. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking bike patrol. What kind of like Nazi school do you go to? They wouldn't let you wear like bike patrol sashes and badges if you were in bike patrol. You seem strangely attached to bike patrol. No, it's actually more. Uh, were you bus patrol actually? No, I don't. I don't even know what bus. Is that some kind of weird California or, or no, it's Minnesota? Minnesota thing. It's on the bus. Um, it's kind of very fascist. I want to say. It's a very so, like brown shirty kind of thing. Yeah, two students are designated to the bus patrol, like sixth graders in grade school, and their job is to keep everybody else in line. And they're given sort of fluorescent sashes and, and belts. And it's a lot just in the back seats where the cool kids are and go around the bus yelling at people all day. Now, why? I'm like, what responsibilities are you given as a member of the bus patrol? To make people sit down and shut up. Really? Now, I, 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 I'm hoping that you were never a member. I was never a bus patrol member. Okay. But they were uh, assholes. Oh, they sound like it. Uh, I, I think fascist is the right way to describe it. But, um,. So after you, I mean, you didn't, oh, so anyway, I raged you didn't just stew on this, this. I tried to get the maintenance guys to cut my bike off. They said that they were not allowed to, although they expressed severe disdain for someone who would be so foolish as to do that. So I basically fumed and was mad about it and decided to wait till the end of the day and see if the person moved their bike by then. Right. They didn't. They did not. So then in a fit of further rage, I went down to... To, um, Home Depot. Hey, a big box can, uh, uh, retailer of home improvement products. We don't endorse any specific uh, companies in the show. Anyway, I like Home Depot. There's so much cool stuff there. It's really I, inspiring. I just found that kind of that that product placement like wholeheartedly. That's like the half the point of our show. Anyway, anyway, so I bought the the 24 inch bolt cutters they have there. A fine fine value, twenty dollars. But I, I do like the fact that you you were you still were confused about the actual. Idea. Like, what exactly are bulk cutters used for? This is not me asking. This is you asking, like... Uh, they might be used to cut tubular steel. Possibly. Um, as clearly denoted on the label. Right. Or perhaps to cut someone's bike lock so your bike can be free. Right. Um, but anyway, it was, it was a really awesome feeling at the bike. And Tom, uh, who, who's there as a, as a trustee accomplice, uh, did probably do a wise thing because I was about ready to cut everything else on his bike. I was going to cut the little brake cords. I was going to cut the gear changing thing. I was going to cut the spokes and the tires. I was going to cut anything those bike. I I acted as as the angel on his shoulder and went, "Hey Chris, why not? Why don't you not fuck up this person's bike like whole, like wholesale and not just just cut the lock?" Uh, and you know, not that I'm typically a, a a person of of good conscience when it comes to these kind of matters, but I was I was the angel. 
But that, but that bite, those bolt cutters are fun. It was like butter. I just cut right through it. No, it it, it was one quick swipe, and then we 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 peeled out and biked out of the parking lot. It was a pretty good feeling. It was a good feeling. Even, I, even as a bystander, a, a a mere player in the in the larger game of this of this cat this cat mouse game of locking up bikes and cutting locks, like it was pretty fun to watch. But I I think I should return them because a lot of evil could be done with said items. Honestly, as a person who's known you like, now for only just barely over a year, like I do not trust you with any kind of industrial. Uh, like I could just go to people's cars and cut the handles off, or the antennas, or tires. There, there are things that that I, I don't even people's want to, fingers. I don't want to suggest things that you can do with a bolt cutter because I know that the little brain of yours. Thoughts. You know what, viewers? Here's a challenge for you. Why don't you suggest things that I could cut with a bolt cutter? I would appreciate any. Because our because our Halloween challenge went so well, we got hey. we got flooded with voicemails this week. And I know science things. Hey, about. we got a voicemail, didn't we? Uh, we actually got a few voicemails. Uh, would you like to hear some of these voicemails? Not quite yet. I don't know if I've had enough beers to. to... Are they good voicemails? Well, they they, 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 they tell us to choke ourselves. They should be, they should be heard in at least together. I think we should they should be part of like one large. So we segment. have two voicemails. We have three voicemails. That's a lot. One is an older voicemail uh, that I hadn't played yet. But to our new voicemails, who are new to this week and new to you, uh, actually all three. Well, no, only two of them are brand new. But uh, we will play all three because one of them sets up the second one in a very, very um, elaborate that manner. That sounds charming. That sounds charming. Um, um, but the moral of the story is, I'm gonna fuck with you if you lock my bike. Right. Sorry. I guess that's not very interesting if you're not me and you weren't there. No, it, it's it's. I mean, sorry to be so like you know. Right. No, it's 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 a good warning to those out there in in the I know scientific community that if you really want to enact you know a certain act of vengeance on on a certain Chris host, uh, I I wouldn't suggest doing. Don't anything. tell them to lock my bike. Yeah. No, I'm I'm saying don't do anything that can be remedied with bolt cutters because Chris has no problems using them with extreme uh, prejudice. So I I was said not to be able to use Plan B though, which was use liquid nitrogen to freeze the lock, because if it can defeat Terminator and Terminator Two. It can defeat anything. Of course, uh, liquid nitrogen is, is the all like it, it, any 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 kind. Of, it's it's the fallback for any like supervillain. Like how how did you defeat like the un, the invincible supervillain? Well, it's, yeah, it's obviously liquid nitrogen every time. Really? I mean, yeah. No, it's it's a failsafe. Like liquid nitrogen is that's it. It's end all be all. Like supervillain destroyer. It is pretty rad, actually. Yeah, I'll just show. Which that. is kind of like why I wanted to borrow some because I, I. No, you can borrow some whenever. That, well, this no, is an open invitation, Tom. Right, but the thing is, like, like as a citizen of, the, of this of this Ann Arbor. What do you need to freeze? We can freeze it. No, I honestly am worried about uh, like evil tyranny and supervillainy in Ann Arbor. I mean, I know it's like like uh, Metropolis Rampant, and like uh, if you were I'm sorry, Gotham and Gotham. It's it 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 attracts a certain. Element of society that uh, likes to dress up in costume and, and enact evil villainy. Across you mean the hipsters? City. I mean hipsters with um, those with those pant legs rolled up and those messenger bags. Right, and uh, I would like to freeze them and shatter them. I think that's a good way to to. It's it's a good deterrent for hipsters. It's like, hey hipster, uh, I got something for you, and it's like, what is it like? Is it like the newest uh, like bright eye CD? It's like, no, it's fucking liquid nitrogen in your eyes. That's how I deal with them. Uh, that, that is funny. Although I do have to point out for our listeners, we're like borderline hipsters ourselves, oh, aren't we? Dude, like, would, wouldn't you agree with that? As, as, as was discussed last time on last podcast, we went to a certain Did broken social scene uh, concert. Oh, we talked no the before, right? And uh, we went to that concert last night, and it was uh, like a metal show, really, in the sense that everyone had a uniform, right? And this guy wasn't black and like a uh, uh, Seven Dust T-shirt. Right. No, it was. Right, and and the thing is, is, is that like we weren't out of costume. We were not out of. We were not like we didn't stick out like sore thumbs. 
which made me think like, well, it's not necessarily a bad thing that we're kind of blending in with these hipsters, but at the same time, it was like, I, I suddenly felt much less independent than I, knew, than I normally did. But you know, those hipsters did have cuter girlfriends than us. They, well, How do you explain that? There was a plethora of sharply dressed, attractive females at that concert. And I mean, like, where do they come from? It, I, I, Are they like anemic, skinny white boys? Come here and do me. I mean, like, I don't I, understand. I don't know. I, I, it, it, it was a bizarre Your thing. Your knowledge of music I've never heard of is so impressive and attractive. You know, um, no, it's true. Yeah. But um, it was it was a good. While show. you're a vegan, how touching. One one of our hosts um decided a bitterness that, over here tonight. Decided that he was a little too good for broken social scene and left about five songs before. We yeah, I might gonorrhea exam. I know it is. I know you had to study up for that gonorrhea exam um, before it. You know, hey, well, give me give give our listeners and me a fun gonorrhea fact off the top of your head. Uh, I I shouldn't say. We've got a real person as well, but I can tell you something about chlamydia. Chlamydia? Is chlamydia, it? yeah. Okay. It is actually a fat, uh, obligate intercellular pathogen. It can't grow outside the cell. That is not a fun fact. Those are the kind of facts I know about bacteria. I want, I want to find out, like, the first chlamydia. Like, Samuel Johnson had chlamydia from, like... It does rapid escape from the phagal lysosome. What hell does that mean? That's where, when the cells eat it, and it escapes. I don't, I don't know any fun facts about, like... Things like that. I don't you, know you, can, you can't even cells. turn like that kind of thing into like a fun. Like you can't even turn it into a fun fact. Like, like, like it blows up kind of inside of your like urethra. Like when when other cells attack. No, you. no, I don't know that kind of stuff. I don't know. Like I'm like a doctor. The whole point of this podcast something. is that we take science facts and make them fun and enjoyable and digestible for like the, the everyday. Listener. Since when? That's true. Well, we always talk about binary the other week. We're not going to talk about binary again. That's fun. No, it's not. Um. Well, okay. Then what what is what is our episode eleven? Is that three? It actually means for, this is episode three, even though it's episode 11. There's a fun binary whoopity do for you. If it was base 16, it would be episode 17. <sighs> Anyways, there are uh, many electrical outlets. Oh, no, sorry. Like electrical boxes in my. Where we're going? We're talking about hipsters and like calling people for a while. Like, where are you going with all this? No, uh, just, just follow my lead. Follow follow my trail of, of science. I'll, I'll lead you to the happy land of fun. Sure, let's do it. Uh, in my building, there are a lot of electrical boxes that uh, are kind of are kind of popular uh, all over the studio, and a lot of them are labeled with a warning. What does the warning say? The warning says, uh, "Warning uh, inside the." Well, I'm gonna paraphrase in a very <laughs> stupid way because I don't remember exactly what it says. But like, warning inside these electrical boxes, uh, the the optics are marked with tungsten carbide. Uh, I'm not really sure why. What what, what would tungsten carbide uh, do? And I think it's like a deterrent for like messing with them. Yeah, I don't. I am unclear as to why you would specifically mention that. Why don't you Wikipedia it? I'm not gonna Wikipedia. It'd be really easy. No, we can pause the show. I'm not gonna. Wikipedia. We can happen in zero time. No, uh, I think it's I think it's voicemail time. I think I think it's um. Yeah, let's leave that. Well, you know, listeners out there, what is tungsten carbide, and why would these Things yeah. be marked with that. Now, the fifth person to tell us what tungsten carbide is will win the full I Know Science Things special prize package that we give out only once every month, uh, which is a mystery box, a mystery grab bag of I Know Science Things memorabilia. Uh, so be the fifth person to call in and uh, tell us what tungsten carbide does. Conversely, if you're the sixth person to come in, I will come and bolt cut something dear to you. <laughs> so uh, you better time that wisely. And also, if you are the first person to call in, I will shit myself because someone actually called in about tungsten carbide. So be the, either the first, the fifth, or the sixth caller, and you'll get some reaction. Well, don't be the. You probably don't want to be the sixth caller. Who doesn't want to be the sixth? Caller? Come on, you get your you get something cut with bolt cutters by a actual member of the I Know Science Things uh, podcasting team. Like that's a pretty prestigious thing to have happen in your life. 
you could you could stop cutting yourself. You That's know? true. Uh, um, no, are you ready for him? Are you ready? That's for it. Some? Let's bring it. Let's let's hear. Let's We're gonna listen to uh, the first uh, I know science things voicemail uh, of the evening. So listen and enjoy. I wanna stick my pee pee in your woo woo. So that was our first voicemail uh, from a certain caller out there in I know science things land that had a very specific request or or at least a desire. For one of the hosts, he didn't mention which host he was talking about, but one of the hosts of I Know Science Things. I just want to say, I Know Science Things, listen out there. Baby, you're the bitch. I'm the alpha dog. So would if anyone's pee pee is going to anyone's woo woo, you know, other way around, buddy. Would you call yourself the pitcher or the, the top in the situation? Yeah, I would. I'd go so far as to say that. Any listeners out there, you know, they're going to be accepting what I have to give. Okay. Now, well, there's a threat to fuck any listeners out there, but I'm just saying if you call in and, and say that. Right. You know, I'm going to turn that around. Okay. Well, our second voicemail. Also, it's not a very good prank call, honestly. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, partly because I know who it was from, but I'm not going to reveal that. Oh, do you really know who it's yeah. from? Cause, but it's even better than the mystery. Is that it? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just get, is this a, someone from Ann Arbor who that's, I would possibly know? That's a mystery that I will leave unsolved. But uh, here's don't our second voicemail. And this, be a little bitch like that. In this voicemail, you might recognize the voice. Uh, so, is you calling in again? Was that, was there was the, there was the joke train that was like once again rumbling to the funny station, and Chris was like, "Oh, hit the derail that, button." Was that first call, you? No. Okay. Go fuck yourself, bitch. I'm gonna see all over your ashes. What? That's me. That's you. Enjoy tomorrow working because uh, the last time you ever enjoyed yourself. Peace out. Message. That noise in the background was a little bit of garbled uh, host, uh, who was me, uh, telling myself that he was enjoying himself. And then background noise was was a party, telling himself that he was enjoying himself, and that he was going to. Oh, was this at Soul Night? This, no, this this is a while back. Uh, but he was he was telling that this this is this was past Tom telling future Tom that. Did we play would, this last week? No, we never played this. Um, that he was going to pee on his ashes, and, and, and to enjoy himself because it was the last time he was going to ever have any fun. Because this, this was me calling myself while I was having fun, calling the person the next day who was working on a model uh, that kind of... kind of uh, Probably 20 hours straight or something. Making fun of, of, of myself. But we, got, we actually got our first death threat. No, really? We got our first death threat. Well, let's hear it. This is, this is even the best message. This ever. one I say for last because, oh boy, we're going to need to be in the... Federal Witness Protection Program in the near future because this caller kind of freaks me out. It kind of scares me. For real? Freak out? Because it's a genuine death threat, and I'm a little worried. But we're going to play it anyway. So it's like on the record. So you guys out there know that if we suddenly stop recording, like, like call the police. Call the FBI. Get get missing persons on us. Tom's the one you want to kill. Uh, so here, here it is, the first ever direct to I Know Science Things death threat. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. I'm going to kill you. I'm gonna slice your fucking throat while you sleep. You know why it's gonna be like this? You know why it's like a fucking like serious threat? Because I am you. I am you, fucking Tom. I'll see you tonight, bitch. When you sleep, I'm you. I'll fucking slice your throat, bitch. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but is that you threatening to kill both of us? No, that was that was me threatening to kill me because I was. It, I, as you may have heard in the voicemail, I was informing myself. That I could kill you because I am you. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's a little meta, I think, for, so, for our audience, our humble audience. So, w- welcome to the wonderful drunken world of Palm. I hope you enjoy this past little, this little five-minute journey into my <laughs> awesome world. Uh, and for the record, the first one was not me. That was a genuine other person. Who did want to put his PP somewhere? Yes, uh, but those, those were those were one very so one mocking voicemail to myself and one death threat, to myself, <laughs> which which also was a very. Uh, celebrity, like a very holiday themed death threat, which is kind of a nice part. Of it. Yeah, that's a little. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. It's a little amused, I guess. That's how yeah. I feel. But to uh, to to Tom, to little Owen Wilson over here. To Tom of the past, like you didn't get me, motherfucker. Like I'm still alive. But uh, who knows what will happen next yeah, when I get drunk? What next? But I know that that was a nice little trip down. Hey, but you know what, listeners? Fuck you. Wait and not answer our previous challenges. No, it's true. Uh, it hurts. You guys kind of let, let drop the ball. Uh, you didn't tell us about the Halloween, and really, because we, we because we're not we don't have our own Halloween recollections, we were really going to try to live vicariously through you and your Halloween recollections. Again. I guess Halloween doesn't exist anymore. I guess people out there don't celebrate Halloween anymore. October days of thirty. Is that because we have some kind of like Christian audience? Do we do we attract like a like a super religious audience that does not celebrate Halloween? Is I thought we do. I thought we they're like that's Satan's Day. Which is ironic because did you? Once belonged to an atheist organization, Tom. I did, and I, I belonged to an atheist organization when I was in D.C. this summer, and I had quite a few arguments and spats, if you will, with members of that group. Uh, you like who's the guy who's on the Fox News show? Who's their token liberal? Oh, like uh, Combs. I was, I was. Yeah, were you the Combs of the atheist group? I kind of was. Um, I, I, like, I, well, maybe God's okay. I, I guess, I guess, in that hardcore group of atheists, I was kind of the, uh, you know theist apologist to a certain extent and that didn't go over very well in a group dedicated to like advancing the atheist cause like all over the world and i got in a few you know genuine like shouting matches in, in bars and didn't help that most of the time that i got in arguments i was a little bit drunk and um eventually got to the point where i couldn't even see the person that i was dating at the time because of the weird connotations and some of the words i had left a certain bar with uh this one person uh so, and not, not being the person i was dating the person who, would, who i was arguing with so mm, interesting it made for a really uh another dark dark period a dark well i, I wouldn't say it was bad because it's actually kind of fun in retrospect to like really have it out in a bar like not screaming but at least like you know lots of pointing and lots of like i'm like in your face like yelling at me you're in my face yelling at me like back it's just like it's pretty good. Hey, speaking of which, do you, are you aware that Rudy Giuliani has the Christian whatever seal of approval? Well, not just any Christian seal of approval and endorsement. He has one specific endorsement that he got today. And I've got to say, congratulations, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. Go, Rudy. You secured the endorsement of one Mr. Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson. That's a, Can we get that's a round a... of applause? Can we get a like, little, like, little clap for uh... uh I think it's in the bag. Hey, Tom, your cat came out. And the cat just came out, which is bizarre. And I, I like that, like, now, totally un, unfazed by the fact that here are two Look guys the in the living room on the podcast? with microphones. Oh, he's gone. He had enough of that. But I know Pat Robertson does support the pro-choice. Uh, uh, the right of a woman to choose indifferent towards homosexuals. Uh, you know, America's mayor, Rudolph Giuliani, so... Uh, well, he did once live with some gays, I've heard. He did. When he went, but he did not inhale. Did not. <laughs> no, uh, but... Obviously, uh, he's dressed as a woman before. Yeah. Also, he has, like, three divorces. Yeah, it, it's... He's also the scariest... One of the scariest men alive in this country, but hey, you know, why... Wait, well, well, why do you say that, Tom? 
I don't know, maybe because every word that comes out of his mouth is either 9 or 11. I mean... Uh, well, sometimes it's September. It's a very limited vocabulary. Sometimes he says it's September. Uh, but no, he did He did secure a key uh, bigot endorsement, which is which when you're a Republican candidate, like, you want to... You, wanna... oh, you, you roll around in that. You're like, you're like uh, what was that money where the guy got paid a million dollars for someone to sleep with his wife? Decent proposal. Yeah, it's like that. You're just, like, rolling around in, like, the yeah. bigot... No, you've, money. You've got to secure it. It's also like monopoly, where you have to like like get the collections of bigots. Like you want, you want the. Well, you can see the, the problem is it's like board, Boardwalk and Park Place were Pat Robertson and what's his face, dead, dead, dead guy. Which dead guy? Oh, Billy Graham. No, Billy Graham's still alive. Other dude. Uh, recently dead, recently deceased. Rejoiceful. Oh, you mean recalled to heaven? Right, recalled to do do better. Billy work. Graham. No, Billy Graham's still alive. Did I say that already? Yes. Jerry Falwell. Park Place oh, and Boardwalk Falwell. used to be Pat Robertson, Jerry Falwell. Now – Who's the guy in charge of the Christian Conservative Coalition? No, it's it, – Or the KKK, if it, you will. It's, oh, it's, wait. Oops. <laughs> CCC. Oh, it's actually Mr. Uh, James Dobson now who is – who kind of, He's the Park Place. And Pat Robertson's kind of been bumped up to Boardwalk. But uh, as of yet, James Dobson's still on the fence with his bigot vote. So we'll see. We'll see um, where he ends up. James Dobson, all I have to say for you is, is you hunky, hunky man, run that third-party candidate. Show them – yeah, this is a multi-party system. There, there are a few people of the male persuasion in this world that I like to have sex with. But I like to have sex with James Dobson. I don't mean in the sense of like a very sensual, like make love. No, to you know, give like, it. I to want him. like a shower, like prison rape situation with James Dobson. Like I would sacrifice my manliness to like really ream him, like in a shower somewhere. Like it'd be, it'd be pretty, like it'd be pretty awesome. I gotta say, I didn't, I didn't enjoy myself in a way that I typically wouldn't when having engaged in any kind of homosexual sex. It'd be pretty fun. So James Thompson out there, if you ever like, you know, want to take me up on an offer or not, uh, airport bathroom maybe. Yeah, I know. I mean, he has to fly too. I'll, I'll, I look forward to you know just over and over just really giving it to you. So um, that's a little offer for you, James Thompson. But um, you know, he might be like that other crazy meth. What's the meth dude? Mm. What if you get taken up? What if our next call is James Thompson saying, "Hey Tom, like I heard, I heard you, uh, and I've seen your little picture on the radio." Like, you look like a pretty, like, hot little white kid. It's like, and then at that point, it just gets creepy. I, I don't know if I want to have, like, a jam. I, I, he can't be really into it. That's has to be, like, one of those, like, when you, like, a, they really fucked up people with, like, rape so fantasies. Like, it's got to be like that. It's like like a Mormon marriage. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like a Mormon marriage. But, um, no, but that, there were, there's apparently, like, an I'm even, sorry, uh, church, there were four, what's the, what's the really crazy people? The fundamentalist, yeah, fundamentalist Church of Mormon. Oh, uh, what's his face? Speaking of the fun- fundamentalist, he jail? No, he's he's oh, he's convicted. He's gonna he's gonna be in there for a long time. But uh, how long he's gonna be there for? Uh, life. He's got a life sentence. Um, but I heard, I heard he's too pretty for prison. <laughs> but uh, no, he recently tried to. Uh, uh, Warren Jeffs recently tried to hang himself in prison unsuccessfully. Oh, poor little Warren. Could not do it. Could not take his own life, and so he's still gonna be in there, uh, enjoying reaping all the benefits. Of, of of a reaping the benefits yeah, exactly are being reaped by the benefits. <laughs> he will be reaped over and over in that prison. I I've, I have a certain because uh... you know criminals. You know, uh, let's first not talk about how our bleeding hearts want to just let them all out of prison. But one thing criminals are not overly fond of in prison is people who have had anything to do with child molestation. Mm-hmm. It's like those guys go to prison and they get fucking killed. Yeah, it's that, pretty cool. Like yeah, I mean like I'm not like pro our prison system in many ways, but like. It's kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I might have killed some guy. I might have, you know, done this or that. But you know what? Child molesters, not our kind of people. I know it. It it is. It's a funny, strange, like, like moral code in prison. Like, yeah, like, you know, 
I need to get like get get off like in prison. Like I don't care like what orifice I stick like my cock in. But like child molesters, like those guys are fucked up. Like they deserve to like they deserve to to, to be shipped in a, in a dark hallway. Shipped real good. Yeah. Uh, but no. So again, I know I know I've stated this before on this podcast. But Warren Jeffs, like really, I hope you really enjoy your your many many Have years fun in, in prison, prison, buddy. I. Uh, no, they, they actually, as part of the little suicide story, they interviewed some of the people uh, from Colorado City and, and Hilldale. You know, because apparently, like like Warren Jeffs has been renouncing his prophet status in prison to. to Who can renounce their prophet? You can't renounce being a prophet. But well, that's that's what people in Hilldale and uh, the other one, something city, Colorado City, are saying. Like, no, he's still our prophet. Like, he may be in jail. He may be saying he's not the prophet, but he's the prophet. Like, we'll follow him to the day he dies. It's like, well, you know, that, that day may come sooner than you think when he gets, you know, like, five cocks, like, in his ass and ends up bleeding out of his colon. So, hey, you know, be ready for the new prophet very soon. But, um, yeah, there's some pretty fucked up people in, in, that, in, that, uh, in that little fundamentalist LDS church. But, oh, well, looking for a new prophet and, uh, you know. I'd like to put my hat in the ring. Would you like to? Yeah. Would you like to officially announce your candidacy for the prophet of the, of the fundamentalist Latter-day Saints Church right now? You know, I actually just found some gold tablets in my backyard recently. Now, can you... I'd like to share with you. Would you? Actually, you know what? I must have misplaced them at some point. Okay. Um, you know what? I um, I totally believe you. Like, it's okay. Like, I understand that people, like, misplace, like, gifts given them from a divine power. I like, think it happens. We're only human. Gabriel? I don't, I don't remember who's he'll just, supposed He'll to just get you some more, dude. He'll get you some more. He's totally cool. Like, I talked to him before. He was like, whatever, dude. It's not a big deal. He'll get, he'll get you some more tablets. But I mean, it's understandable. You can misplace tablets like that. Don't worry. Time time. Dude, totally cool. Totally it's cool. also in some sort of weird language only I can read, Um, I think. Dude, I totally believe it. Like, dude, like say no more. I'm convinced. Like, I'm in. Like, how many people can I sign up? Like, I'm I'm in 100%. We'll be the fundamentalists. Or maybe fundamentalists. some crazy Egyptian book I found in... How about we find, if we form our own town in... I don't know. Let, let, let's do it in Arizona. No, I already have one there. Uh, you, no, not, obviously not Utah. What's, what's one next to it? New Mexico? Good New Mexico. Let's form our own fundamentalist, fundamentalist, Latter-day Saints Church in, in New Mexico. We'll claim that the heretics are the fundamentalist church because they're not fundamentalists enough. Like, let's just, like, fuck them, like, out of the womb. Just, like, they come, like, pop out, and, like, it's, like, you know, they're married. You know, they gotta start fucking and popping out babies. It'll be, like, the best little fundamentalist church ever. Are you in? I feel, like, 95% uncomfortable with that idea. Dude, come on. That's when, they're, that's when like, pe- like, like chicks are hottest, like, when they're, like, like two hours old. That's when you gotta marry them and fuck them, Chris. Come on. Aren't you, are you not, like, part of, like, did you not listen to what Gabriel had to say to you? Let's move on. Let's you move know what? On. I'm taking over your profit ship. I've got. I'm more committed to the situation, and it's now like I deserve the, the 150 wives that go along with being a prophet. So, oh well, I guess I'll take that responsibility off your shoulders. I'm really upset I have to do that. Sounds tough, uh, Bill Paxton. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good show if you ever watch it. I, I, I find it pretty funny. I still get a little weirded out seeing Chloe Sevigny in movies. Like, I still like kind of just flashback to seeing kids. Oh, with a prosthetic cock that she had to blow. She was like way underage, right, in that movie. I think so. Yeah. No, bizarre stuff. But um, yeah, let's move on from like themes of child molestation and pedophilia. But I feel we always we always find ourselves coming back to that topic in some weird like tangential way. But um, do you? What do you think that means, Tom? I think it means that uh, I don't know what it means. I don't want to know what it means. Uh, but recently at oh, is there? Do we have more topics? Well, we always have more topics. I mean, we're, we're a rich cornucopia of things to talk about in the show. And not only talk about, but, like, really discuss in, in an energetic and interesting way. Because... And then somehow tie it back to child molestation. Exactly, because anything could be tied back to child molestation. But, um... Uh, oh, excuse me. 
Um, what was I going to even say? No, but like I mean, as you know, as, as you listeners out there already are obviously aware of, I mean, we, we our, our well of knowledge and topics just springs forth with with a with just a, a, a bounty of interesting topics. I mean, can you imagine a time when I know scientists has ever been boring or un- uninteresting? I mean. The debate, I can't imagine such a time. The debate that we, the two of us, offer. I mean, even even without Brian here. Actually, this is Pledge Week here at I Know Science Things. If you really want such quality segments back as things we did last week in Wells Drunk or pedophilia, pedophilia or random political jargon. How about religion? We talk about religion sometimes. Or religion. Please send your hard-earned cash to um, what's your number? Two zero six two zero three three two nine. NPR voice. You can send your donation. You can call in to one of our operatives standing by here at I Know Science Things at two zero six two zero three three two one six. Would be really happy to uh, send out a tote bag for you, or at the twenty five dollar month donation level, or complimentary sexy toddler calendar. Uh, no, only <laughs> only for donors over <laughs> only for donations over five hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, moving on. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend Jody. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to get blue with my humor there. Uh, I'll try to refrain it, refrain from it in the future. But um, now in our school recently, we had a uh, a monochrome day. Monochrome uh, day. That sounds like something only wannabe theater kids would do. It's true. Uh, and with a big like you know, like food explosion bonanza. And was it monochrome food? Actually, it was monochrome food. What color? Oh, the colors of the rainbow. But uh, if you wore mono, if you were wearing monochrome, you could. You were like the first one online. And uh, really, I, yeah, that's kind of cool. It was pretty fun. But I didn't partic- participate because I all, all I own that I, that, I, that I would be willing to wear, like like from the waist down, is jeans. I was thinking like like jeans have made a real resurgence in the past like couple years, right? I mean they like come like eight years ago, like jeans weren't necessarily like the in thing. They were they were kind of there. Oh, so you're going to wear your brokeback Tom uniform, the jeans, the jean jacket, the jeans. Well, that's shirt. I was wondering, like like a denim jacket. It could not be like less cool right now, and what it's one of those weird fashion things where like when were whoa 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 when were denim jackets ever cool? I'm sorry, let me let me take you into a time machine about ten years ago when denim jackets were like the shit. Let me think here. Old was I ten years ago? Sixteen? No, yes. no, jean yes. jackets were not cool. They when totally I was were. You were a, well, I don't know. What, I don't know what like crazy shit they're wearing in California. Like Minnesota. I was like oh Minnesota. sorry, sorry Minnesota is just like long johns and like boots. Like that's all. Like that, that's the fashion like year round. Like oh, like it's been that way since like 1908. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting the fashion mecca that is Cleveland. <laughs> You'd be surprised, my friend. We were a uh, a hub for like we and the fashion the shows that come through Cleveland's. Top notch, a number one. It's like second only to like New York Fashion Show, uh, the Cleveland Fashion Show. But uh, we have a very curious cat. Yeah, I'm thinking of all the other Cleveland things I know, like Drew Curry. Actually, this is the cat who I shotgun cat married you to. Yeah. Uh, the cat that is no longer like yowling at night and making me sleep in the bathroom, which I, I really greatly appreciate. So uh, thank you, Louie, uh, to you over there in the studio. Thanks for uh, not keeping me up. But but or should we say Kunta Kinte? <laughs> but I do. Tom pre- Tom. I uh, gave his cat a white person's name. I did. When he brought the cat back to the house. I did. Um, it was like, you know what your name is now? Louie. Uh, the I'm... other name you might have had? Fuck it. It's not your name anymore. Yeah, well, well, I'm hoping she gives birth to, like, offspring that can, like, raise chickens to, like, fight for me and, like, I name them, like, like you know, something else. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying I to don't follow... remember. Was that part of Roots? I'm trying to follow the whole Roots lineage, like, through to the end. Like, I want to do the whole miniseries, like, in Cats, like, in this house. It's going to be, like, one of those things that, like, uh, I think it'd be pretty funny. 
So I had like a whole like scene, like like really decorate my house with like roots, like themed things, and like act it out with cats. I think it'd be pretty. Weird. That would be like the most offensive thing ever. It'd also be the cutest thing in the world. Like I, it's it's the cutest slash most offensive thing ever. And like, uh, really, which one is it? Well, people dressing up cats in things anyways is so wrong. But dressing up cats in like little chains and like plantation owner outfits and that would be so much. You don't extra think that'd wrong. be really awesome? Not. And do you think it'd be only offensive? Yeah, you'd probably be right. Uh, but oh well. But um, no. Yeah, I mean, we're we're about running out of topics on the show. What uh, you don't think? Yeah, that might that might, might be a sign. We're out of topics. Yeah, I think I think we've we've gone over. Like normally we're like twenty five percent offensive. Like today we've been like at least sixty two percent offensive on the show. So maybe we'll get a higher viewership because of that. Maybe maybe that's the that's the You're right. You know, if it works for Howard Stern and uh, all those other assholes. Like okay, how about this? Uh. Mm, I say that's really offensive. Yeah, my liber- my liberal like guilt just won't let me even like ingest. It's Except okay to be rich. It's okay to be rich. How yeah. about that for offensive? Uh, uh, those. I, I can't. I can't even, like, see. I like. I I feel the joke coming out of my mouth, and it's like it, it's like that. I get like nauseous. Wait, here's here's a good Stephen Colbert quote. We're not a nation of immigrants. That offensive. I don't know. What's that? If I can make a cricket sound effect, I'm mad. I make it. Like, I can't make. I can't make the cricket noise. All right, no, that's it. That's it. That's all we got this week. Thanks for listening or not. Uh, um, remember the call-in challenge this week, which was to. I don't even remember what it was. I don't know. There was a challenge. Well, anyways, wow, we're losing steam like no one's business. Well, here we go. Uh, there, there are many ways to reach us here at I Know Science Things. Uh, you can do it by emailing uh, I Know Science Things at gmail.com. You can. Go on a web page, which is exciting. It's got like all kinds of crazy things going on. Doing a flash animation. Oh, we got flashes. We've got How about like pop unders. Oh, we got we have like you you like it's it's an explosion of like visual eye candy. If you go to the I Know Science Things website, like twenty windows are open on your computer and never close again. Right, and we'll sign you up for like ten different credit cards. It's gonna be great. But go to I Know Science Things at blogspot.com and you know just hang out because there's a thriving community of of people there. I mean, just like the things that it, it, it it's like. Uh, Do you have a form? No, we don't have a form. You oh, can. I thought that's what you were implying. No, there. you can pretend we have a form. I don't. Know, you, can, you can leave comments on the different threads and pretend like we have some kind of form. But uh, no, it, it's like a, it's like a you know a modern day like philosophers like uh, you know meeting with it's a meeting of the minds on our website. Um, we Stephen Hawking's a regular contributor to our website. Uh, as is Richard Dawkins. Uh, it's quite. I mean, like the people that they gather at our website to discuss worldly matters. You know, join the conversation. Come on to our website. Enjoy it. Uh, you can also uh, vote for us on podcastalloy.com. Did you vote for us? I did vote twice. Did you vote twice? I did. That's good. Uh, we we are number 19 on, on podcastalloy.com, but if you could go to our website. Wait, can we say, take that to somebody? You know the name, name of another podcast? Oh, I wish I did. Um, I, know, I know I can call out. Uh, I'm going to call out Spooky in the City. Uh, even though you haven't released a, an episode in six months, we're beating you on Podcast Alley right now by two votes. So take that, you fucking assholes. Uh, but now you can go to Podcast Alley and vote for us. Or just go to our website and put your email address in the vote box, and it will send you a confirmation email. And don't Nigerian wor- spam. Don't say that, because you're going to fucking like, scare them off. I'm just gonna, like, no, seriously, they won't fucking spam you. No matter how, no matter what ask nine comments Chris makes, they won't spam you. It'll just, it'll just, it'll just email you. Tom and I might spam you. And uh, ask for a confirmation. And no, we won't spam you. Uh, and that nobody will spam you. Uh, but vote for us in one of those two ways. Or... The best way to get a hold of us, and I mean this in the sense that, like, this goes to me too. The Especially if you're not Tom. 
uh, the, the best way to get a hold of us is to give us a call at uh, 206-203-3216 and leave us a voicemail, preferably while intoxicated. But if not, that's fine. If you're, uh, you know, if if you're on the wagon, that's 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 okay. But if if you want, if you do go off the wagon, give us a call and tell us how awesome it is to drink for the first time in like four years. I'm sure it's gotta be like. So that's your AA pins. Yeah. Uh, so do do it that way, and uh, we'll be back. You know, probably Monday next week. Sorry, we're a little late with this episode, and sorry we're a little boring with this episode. But I swear, Brian, we will resurrect him. Uh, I think we have a seance on this weekend, and you know, find his, dead, you know, really dig up his remains. And I think we're going to reanimate him. And he may, he may be in zombie form, but we're going to bring him back to the show. And if it's, if it's just him, like, grunting and moaning, that's okay. Moans are okay. Grunts as are long okay. as he does it in a very conservative way, we can make fun of him for, like, 40 minutes. And that, that, that'll fill up so much funny space. It's not even funny. Uh, so we'll see you next time on Science Things. And Good uh, week. until then, peace out, people of the universe. Check it. Check it.